with the message and see what we can find this morning. The crown of thorns. Let's talk about it. Today's Easter. And our focus is on Jesus. The crown of thorns. Character mattered to Jesus because God and people mattered to Jesus. Would you say that with me? Character mattered to Jesus because God and... Wouldn't it be something if we lived our life like that? We have character. Why? Because God matters to us. And we have character. Why? Because people matter to us. Y'all hearing me? Yes or no? That's the way Jesus lived his life. But the difference with Jesus, he's the son of the living God. Very God himself. You and I are sinful humans. Amen? I mean, this is crazy that he himself would come down here to this earth and he would have that kind of character. And he would do that because God mattered to him and because you mattered to him. Let's talk about the crown of thorns. I was just spending time off this week and started writing a little bit. While on this earth, Jesus represented his father as the king of kings and lord of lords. That's why character mattered to him. He's the king of kings and lord of lords. The royal blood flowed through his veins, and it affected everything he did. You hearing me this morning? Everything Jesus did. He was very God. He was also very man. But he had character because he was the king of kings and lord of lords, and that's his father. That's the way he lived his life. Now, the crown of thorns is what the soldiers put on him. We're going to talk about it a little bit. The crown of thorns is what the soldiers put on him. The soldiers led Jesus away into the hall called the Praetorium. I've been there. These aren't made-up things when you read the Bible. Jerusalem is a real place. It's very historical. For us, 200 years is a long time. Over there, 200 years is like yesterday to them. They're thousands of years old. They're very, very particular about their archaeology and archaeological finds. And we've been in the Praetorium. I've sung this song in the Praetorium. See from his head, his hands, his feet, sorrow and love flow mingled down. Such love and sorrow meet, or thorns compose so rich a crown. You ought to sing that several levels underneath the city in caves where they held prisoners, if that won't do something to you. Y'all hear me? That's where they did this. In the praetorium, they put the crown of thorns on his head. They began to salute him. Hail, king of the Jews! And they smote him on the head with a reed, and they spit on him. And they bowed their knees, and they mocked him in worship. Y'all hear me this morning? Come on. So the soldiers did that. But I was, I was thinking in my office this week, Jesus willingly put the crown of thorns on himself long before they ever did it. I don't know if you catch my drift on that. 
Jesus, very God, came to this earth in human form. And he walked with character and honor and dignity because of God and because of people. He wore that crown of thorns every day of his life when he was on this planet. Always something piercing him. Y'all hearing me today? That's where I'm thinking this morning. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. What does that mean? Jesus was willing to come to this earth, and as he was coming to this earth, he didn't look back to heaven as something that he wanted to hold on to. Hold on to that and grasp for that. He didn't do that. He let go of that, and he came down here for you and me. Amen? He made himself of no reputation. He took upon him the form of a what? Servant. He was made in the likeness of who? Men. And being found in fashion as a man, he what? Humbled himself and became obedient unto what? Death. Even the death of the cross. That's where I'm getting at today. He did this. He wore that crown of thorns his whole life. That was the life of Christ. He lived like that. Long before they ever put it on his head. To come to this earth and walk among us. Emmanuel. Say that with me. Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. Behold, a virgin's going to be with child, and you're going to bring forth a son, and they shall call his name who? Emmanuel, which being interpreted as what? God with us. That was his crown of thorns. When a baby is being birthed, they call it the what when the baby's coming out? The crowning. Is that correct? When that was happening, that was his crown of thorns. He would forever wear that, walking among us. Y'all hearing me today? I want you to love your Lord. That's what I want you to do. I want you to love the Lord. I want you to love your Savior because of the life that he lived, because of the character that he had. I want you to want to emulate that. I want you to shoot for that. Amen. Yes or no? That's how I want you to live. That's how I want to live. And I know we missed the mark, but I want us to stop making excuses and live more for him. Amen. Come on. That's the plan here. Holy God, Jesus, was and is in human form dwelling with who? Sinful man. To me, that was the crown of thorns. The crown of thorns. Are you kidding me? Towards the end, he's, he's ready to be crucified and sacrificed, and this is what he's going to do for us. This is why he came. But how about those 33 years prior, walking among us? And excuse my language, but being called a bastard. Excuse me. You would appreciate somebody calling you that, would you? But you go out this afternoon and start telling them you were born of a virgin. See what they're going to call you. You hear me say? That's the way he lived his life. Not going to sugarcoat it. It's the way it was. Jesus was made what? Human for who? Come on, say that with me. Jesus was made human for humans. Thank you, Lord, for that. She'll bring forth a son. You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their what? That's why he came. That's why he came. His whole life was this. His whole life was a crown of thorns. Walking among us. Living. Jesus' mission was all about people. He loved his father, and he wanted to have that character, of course. But his mission was about people. I love this verse. Would you say it with me? For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is. That was his mission. What should our mission be as a church? People. Hello. Yes or no? 
I was getting up this morning early. And I'm like, I was nervous. I've been a little nervous lately. You know, I don't know if it's I ain't feeling well or what, but I'm doing a little bit better today. I thank the Lord for that. But the point is, I was nervous. And you know the number one thing people are most afraid of? Public speaking, number one. Number two, death. They would rather die than speak in public. And I'm thinking, I'm going in the dark. I've done it for many years, but I'm going in the dark. I'm walking. I can't even see the people. They're there, but I can't see squat. And, you know, I was nervous. And then we got a computer down there. And I I don't bring my Bible. I have that computer with all my scriptures and everything on it. But Roger always runs everything for me. So he's got this clicker for me. And I don't have to click my own stuff. So I was nervous. I don't know where I'm going with the story. But my point is, (laughs) I'll find my way back. I've got it. I'm back now. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. But fortunately, we had Ray Baker, Rachel's husband, Ray, Rachel, who does the announcements, uh, her husband, Ray, uh, was there, and he's run it for me many times, and he sat right there, and he made that beautiful, Ray. You did a great job. Can we thank the Lord for Ray today? Thank you. And it took that pressure off of me, and we had a beautiful time. But I'm going to tell you, even though I had the pressure, what motivated me, here's the point, what motivated me to keep pushing this morning, even though I was nervous and feeling, you know, just a little, little uneasy, was people. These people matter this morning. Gary, this is your town. What are you thinking? Keep moving, man. Keep doing. This is the right thing. God will bless you, and he'll carry you through. Amen? Because people is what it's all about. That's what Fellowship Church is all about. Y'all understand that? Because that's what Jesus was all about. That was his crown of thorns. And how many know sometimes people can be a pain? Let me see. It's our crown of thorns sometimes, right? We're our own crown of thorns sometimes, right? We're the crazy ones ourselves. But that's the way he lived. And that's, that's why he lived. And that's why Jesus did the things he did, because he cared for people. Guys, you've got to get through that, that through your head for yourself. Oh, my gosh, he loves me like that. He does love you like that. That's all he cares about is you. He loves you to pieces. Get that through your skull, man. Amen? Come on. Living and doing what he did was a constant piercing into his brow. Thank God he's sitting right now at that right hand of God the Father, and he's making intercession for us. Amen? He's risen. He doesn't have that that piercing in his brow anymore. But he does have that piercing. Amen? But he's victorious Savior now. And I know I'm a pain to you, Jesus, sometimes. But he loves me. Amen? And he's making intercession for me. And he's making it for you. And he's carrying us through. Can we thank him for that? Come on, praise him this morning. Thank you, Lord. Loving us like that. The crown of thorns. The crown of thorns. I want to talk to you about Jesus just a little bit this morning. About that crown of thorns and the way he lived his life. And I'm asking you on Easter, would you try? Would you make an effort to receive this message today and ask the Lord to help you live your life like the Lord? Number one for Jesus. Here it is. Sincerity was a must. Say that with me. Sincerity was a... One more time. The crown of thorns. Jesus didn't fake it. Jesus didn't do ministry for a show. Matter of fact, he came back to his hometown one time at Nazareth where he was brought up as a kid and as a young man. As the custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and he stood up to read. And all bear witness of Jesus, and they wondered at the gracious words that were flowing out of his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? Because that's where he grew up. 
And he said unto them, you'll surely say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal yourself. What we've heard done in Capernaum, other cities, do here in your hometown. Do us a miracle, Jesus. And Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet's except in his own country. Bottom line is they wanted Jesus to put on a ministry show. But Jesus was all about sincerity. That was the way he lived his life. That was his crown of thorns. It would be so easy, wouldn't it, to take shortcuts, to do it another way. But he didn't do that. He was sincere. And when he wouldn't put on the show for the home folks, and like a little carnival act, and that's, excuse me, that's what you see on Christian TV a lot. I'm sorry to say that. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Come on. And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, they were filled with wrath. They were mad at him because he wouldn't perform and they actually led him out to the brow of the hill, and Nazareth wanted to throw him off and kill him. Remember? But the Bible says he escaped through their midst. Do you remember that? Jesus was not about show. He was about sincerity. Would you remember that as you live your life? As on Easter Sunday morning, would you, would you, would you be called back to a life of sincerity? Did I lose you on that point or not? Be sincere. That's what I want us to be here at Fellowship Church. If you don't like me, guess what? At least I know you don't like me because I'm me. You understand? Say, hello, excuse me. I want to be me. Say that with me. I want to be me. Okay? And I think that's a good thing because God made me me. But in church, we're always trying to many times make people be something they're not. Jesus didn't live like that. Uh-oh. That make you mad. You'll be fine. Here we go. Come on. Sincerity. 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 I want that to be Fellowship Church. I want us to be sincere. I want us to be real. I put a T-shirt out years ago that said, real. How many got one of those? We'll redo that one, Rod. Let's redo that T-shirt. Real. Authentic worship. Real. Isn't that what the world wants? Just be real with me, man. That's the way Jesus was. Number two, honesty was a must. Say that with me. Honesty was a much. Now, I'm talking about the crown of thorns. Yeah, the soldiers put it on him, but I'm talking about what he put on himself. And I'm asking you and me to put that on us, put sincerity on, and put honesty on. Jesus didn't tolerate the taking advantage of people what? Financially. If at Fellowship Church, if you can't give cheerfully what? We're not here to take advantage of you financially. Did you hear me? Where did I get that from? I sure didn't learn that in seminary. I didn't get that off Christian TV. I must have got that from Jesus. Say, come on. He didn't take advantage of people financially in the name of religion. And he stood against those who what? Those who did. Amen. Say, we've raised a lot of money here to build things and to do things, which I think that's fantastic. You didn't raise a lot of money to buy me some mansion. Did you hear me? And I'm going to be ugly again. I thought I'd get in this building. We'd get in this big old pretty building. I'd get me a big fat raise. Well, I did. But life happened to me a few years ago, and I got hurt real bad and struggled. You remember many of you. And it humbled me. And I realized the things that's important ain't money. The things that's important is people and relationships. And I can live anywhere. Amen? Come on. And so, don't need no raise. I'm doing fine. Amen? Come on. Yeah, praise the Lord. But that's all of us. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. 
Where'd I learn that, Jesus? I gave a message one time. I believe that people gave Jesus houses because they found out he didn't have a place to stay. Can you imagine him healing your dead son and, and you giving, wouldn't you give him anything if you did that, if he did that for you? Sure you would. And, but I imagine they gave him all kinds of things, but Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head, but it was his own choice. It was his crown of thorns. I'm sure he gave that house to a widow woman or, or a single mama in need. Or I bet you he had houses and stuff coming in all the time and all kinds of money coming in. That's my opinion, but I believe it. I believe it. But he had integrity and honesty. Jesus went to the temple of God. He cast him out that sold and bought in the temple. He overthrew their tables. To think that Jesus didn't get riled up. You got a picture of somebody else. Jesus was a man. He was tough. Okay, went and threw this mess over, and this was right in front of all these religious people's faces, and I can see the money and everything falling on them, them on the floor. Can you see it or not? I don't think he said, please move so I can throw over your table. Okay? And the seats of them that sold doves, doves were flying. <laughs> and he said unto them, it's written, my house should be called the house of prayer. You've made it a den of thieves. Can you hear him saying that? I can see it. He ticked them off so bad, they wanted him dead like nothing. Amen? Honesty. This is the crown of thorns that Jesus... You know what? It is so easy to cut corners, isn't it? Say, and to lie. Well, I just lied a little bit. Well, how about wear the crown of thorns like he did and do the right thing? Say, hello, yes or no? It's Easter, guys. Yeah, but weren't you talking about the resurrection? I am talking about the resurrection. He's alive forevermore, and this is how he wants us to live. Amen? Come on. Number three, talking about the crown of thorns, the truth of God's word for Jesus Christ was a what? It was a must. It was a must. But we sell out so quick to please somebody else or to skate by. This is tough, ain't it? You came to church on Easter and the pastor's all over me. Jesus openly denounced and confronted hypocritical religious leaders for twisting and perverting God's word. That's what Jesus did. You think, that was, you think he'd have had a better life if he just skated by? Instead of when he heard them saying all kinds of mess, he got in their face? <laughs> That's a crown of thorns. He said, you blind guides would strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. That was an ugly statement. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you make clean the outside of the cup and the platter, but within you're full of extortion and excess. You blind Pharisee, cleave first that which is outside the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like unto whited sepulchres or tombs, which indeed appear beautiful on the outside, but are within full of dead men's bones and all kinds of uncleanness and stinkiness. Even so ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within you are full of what? Hypocrisy and what? Iniquity. Jesus stood for his Father's word, and never in written history was a religious group of hypocrites so soundly rebuked as these were right then. That's your Savior. What I'm trying to say is, the crown of thorns they put on him in the praetorium, sure, that, that happened. But he lived a life of thorns his whole life. And it was a choice. He told Pilate, no man takes my life from me. I lay down my life. No man made him have the character he had or do the good things that he did. It was a choice he made. It was a crown of thorns that he put on himself. Does that make any sense to you? Number four, compassion for people was a must with Jesus. People trumped everything else. People mattered more than anything. 
Jesus was willing to risk his life for his friends and, and even sinners. After that, he said to his disciples, let us go to Judea again, near Jerusalem. His disciples said, Master, the Jews are going to kill you if you go there. They're going to stone you. Don't go back there. Guess what he did? He went. These things said he, after that, he said, my brother, our friend Lazarus is sleeping. He's dead. He's died. But I go that we can awake him out of his death. That's what the word sleep means. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he's, if, he's, if he's dead, if he's with the Lord, if he's with God, he's doing fine. <laughs> Leave him alone. But Jesus goes back. He talks to Mary and Martha. Remember what he said to Mary and Martha? I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he, whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never what? Die. He wept over his friend Lazarus. Remember? Then said the Jews, behold how he loved him. They saw it. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did, they believed on him because of the way he loved people. But some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them the things that Jesus had done. He didn't have to do this, but it's the choice he made. Then gathered the chief priests, the Pharisees, the council, and said, What do we? For this man does many what? Miracles. And if we let him alone, if we don't deal with this guy, all men are going to believe in him. And the Romans are going to come and take away both our place and our nation. Boy, they were some greedy suckers, weren't they? They're a lot like us, aren't they? Excuse me. Jesus. He didn't have to confront them. He didn't have to do what he did for his friend, but he did. He was that kind of man. The scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman. Remember the story taken in adultery when they set her in the midst. They said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act of adultery. Now Moses, the law says, you know, she should be stoned. What do you say? Then they said this, tempting him, that they might have accusation against him. But Jesus stooped down with his finger. He wrote in the ground as though he didn't hear them. So when they continued asking, he lifted up himself and he said unto them, Say it with me. He that is without sin among you, let him first cast the stone. Can you imagine? Here's Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Here's the religious people. They're right. They're quoting the law. They're exactly right. That's exactly what was supposed to be done to this woman. But Jesus loved people so much that he put himself in the line of fire for people. Isn't that a great Savior? Are you learning how maybe we should be for people? How often we get on the bandwagon when someone's in sin. We jump on that bandwagon to accuse or to talk about them. Guys, how about that crown of thorns? How about let's wear that ourselves a little bit more? Y'all hearing me or not? Okay, good. God's purpose was a must for Jesus. Jesus kept his focus on God's purpose and plan for his life no matter how hard it became. And they were in the way going up to Jerusalem and Jesus went before them. And so they were amazed. And as they followed, they were afraid. And he took the twelve. He never forgot God's purpose for his life. He began to tell them what's going to happen to him. He knew from the very beginning what his life was going to be on this earth. He said, we're going to Jerusalem and the Son of Man, Jesus talking, this is me. I'm going to be delivered to the chief priests, to the scribes. They're going to condemn me to death. They're going to deliver me to the Gentiles. They're going to mock me. He knew this. He always knew it. They're going to scourge me. They're going to kill, spit on me. They're going to kill me. Hallelujah! The third day, I'm going to rise again. You know, can you get... Come on, praise the Lord, guys. Come on, man. Listen, he knew this. This is the way he lived. But this was his purpose. It came to pass when the time was come that he should be received up, he steadfastly. When it came his time to go to the cross, he steadfastly set his what? Face toward where? 
Instead of running away, he ran towards it. Crown of thorns. They ain't even put it on him yet. Hope you got the message today. Humility was a must. Jesus humbled himself, even submitted to the authorities to torture him and to crucify him. This is our Savior. For even here unto were you called, Jesus, this is Peter speaking. He says, church, this is what you were called to do because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us a what? An example that we should do what? Follow in his steps. We're almost done. Jesus did no sin. No guile was found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he didn't revile again. When he suffered, he didn't, he didn't threaten. But he committed himself to God, who judges righteously. For this purpose I came, Lord God, my Father. This is why I'm here. That's what he did. Peter says of Jesus, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the what? The tree, the cross. That we being dead to sins, we should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you're what? Healed. This is so healing, living like Christ, loving Christ, following Christ, wearing the crown of thorns. You want healing in your relationships, in your life, in your crazy head, in your thinking. Follow him. And the soldiers led him away into the hall. We read it before, called the praetorium. Now come the thorns. They clothed him with purple, and they platted on him, platted a crown of thorns, and they put it on his head. And they began to salute him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they smote him on the head with a reed. They spit on him and they bowed their knees in mocking worship. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple from him. Put his own clothes back on him. And led him out to be crucified. This is our Savior. We started with that statement this morning. And we're ending. The crown of thorns. I thought it was just what the soldiers put on him, Gary. I don't think so. I think he put it on himself because he loves you. And he lived that way. How's a Christian supposed to live like Jesus? What I put up, is that complicated what I put on the screen today, yes or no? Honestly, guys, this is what mamas and grandmamas taught years ago how you're supposed to live as a human being. And where'd grandma get that from? You hear me now, yes or no? Amen. Say this with me and we're done. Character mattered to Jesus because God and people mattered to Jesus. That was his crown of thorns. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for his word this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Good for our heart today. Amen.